the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka of Max Out Savings Advisors and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement, as always, on the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial shows. We've been on for over 10 years. Uh, we started out talking about savings and the importance of savings and, and, and really built it up from there. Uh, when when we, we started this show out, the savings rate in the United States was close to zero. And and since then, it's moved up. Our most recent numbers, I want to say, is about 5.4%. Uh, and really, people are starting to save more money. They they understand they cannot they cannot depend on the government to uh, for the for the retirement. And so, uh, it's important thing to understand. Nowadays, when when years ago in in the fifties and sixties, your typical strategy when you came up on retirement, you put all your money in bonds and you just clipped coupons off the bonds. And and the the real thinking was if you if you retired at sixty five most people were dead by the time they were seventy five and so really your retirement was only about ten years fast forward that to d- today uh, you're really looking at a much different retirement situation and the a, a, a couple a married couple retiring has about a twenty seven twenty five percent chance one of those people live to be over ninety five years old I think the number is now close to ninety six and, and so. So what we're really dealing with is a uh, is is a change in the in, uh, retirement environment, and so if you're retiring at at sixty five, you really need to plan for thirty years of of retirement income. That is exceptionally difficult, which means you need to save more money. And 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 in the world today of where we have uh, you know kind of a, a a more of a left socialist leaning Federal Reserve bank that really has come up with this uh, NERP strategy, which is uh, basically negative interest rates, or they're kind of rejecting that, but zero interest rates, which is ZERP, you know, which means you're not getting the returns you once got on money. So you've got to be much, much more careful about how you manage money. You need to save more money. There, there's really a war on savers in this country. The, 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 there's two groups of people in this country, people that that really don't save money and, and don't really do anything. And then there's the people that save money. They build things up. They do things. Uh, and those people are really paying the price for this recession. You know, the Federal Reserve has said, look, we're just not going to give those guys any returns on, on their savings. And we're going to force everybody to take 
to take risk in the in the in the stock market and other places, uh, and that'll get the economy going. It, it, uh, they they put the the policy in place after two thousand and eight. It'd been planned for a long time. They went to to zero interest rates over that low, cut rates rates to the lowest time about two years ago. We had a slide up that we had the lowest rates in history. And by the way, when we were talking in history, in this case, we were going back to the 1700s and having to use English interest rates because they did the rates didn't go that far in the United States. So something fundamentally changed. Fast forward seven years later, where are we? We're looking at a Federal Reserve that has created the worst recovery with Barack Hussein Obama since the 1930s. The analog today is the 1930s, the Great Depression. And the only thing they've done differently is kite up asset prices, and and people aren't getting jobs out there uh, every single month almost. uh, The the labor participation rates fall. Falls and, and and that's where we are today. We we just got our most recent job numbers. They came in a hundred and sixty thousand jobs. Uh, that's pretty poor. Uh, by the way, that included a two hundred and thirty three thousand birth death adjustment, where they feed, they they made quote an adjustment for people that are self employed. Where the number. Uh, the number of new people starting new businesses plunging. People can't start new businesses in this country. And the reason is they've lost hope. To start a business in this country with the massive amount of regulation that is the government has put on under the Obama administration is becoming increasingly difficult. The, the people, people can't start new businesses. They don't have hope. They're not getting raises. The, the, the people with a, a high school education in the United States haven't had much of a real raise since 1999. People with a college education, which is most of the people listening to this show, haven't had a real raise uh, since 2009. These are, again, we go back to the Depression. And in the world today, you've got to be much more conservative with your money. You've got to be much more careful, and you need to save more money. You have to understand the world we live in. And this is understand very poor economy, very poor growth, very poor raises. And, and so. Uh, so so we have to navigate through that. And one of the ways you do that is is you save aggressively and invest conservatively to build up wealth over the long term. It, it's it's really save aggressively and invest conservatively. And and so we'll be talking some more about that today. We're gonna to be talking about some things with the market, what's happening there. Uh we you know, I I really wanna I, I I was uh I I was busy this week. I was in and out of town. I went to some meetings, uh Talk to some people. A lot of people trying to figure out what's going on with the, with the election, and uh, you know, that's a real concern. This week, I tell you what, uh, Tuesday was really tough. I was really disappointed when Ted Cruz dropped out of the race. Uh, I, I was really hoping that he was he was going to do well. I we supported him the best I could, and and I, I still think he'd make a much better president than Donald Trump uh, because of his core conservative values in in his in his confidence and absolute belief in the Constitution and the rule of law, which I think is the absolute bedrock of the of the success the United States has had in the last 200 and, 200 and almost 40 years, 235 years or whatever it is. I, I really think if you really look at it, it goes back to hard work, the Constitution and the rule of law. So I felt like he was the best way to go. I, I get a lot of questions uh from people emailing me uh, questions, talking to me on the phone. What do you think of Donald Trump? Uh, 
I, I want to. I I think I think Donald Trump can win the election. Uh, although I really, you know, I, I would have liked to see some type of pivot, which I've not seen from Donald Trump of of just the uh, name calling and. And uh, I, I think the the lying Ted Cruz thing was completely over the top. It was completely unprofessional. It was a blatant lie, quite frankly. And uh, the idea that that uh, we have a, a Texas senator, a sitting senator who uh, was clerked at the Supreme Court, was our solicitor general for the state of Texas, is a liar to me. Is just absurd and insulting to the people of the state of Texas, Donald Trump. And uh, but. But I think it, it is. Look, I kind of like Donald Trump because I, I, I think he he brings a couple things to the table. I, I think one of our biggest problems we have in this country is just a complete, out of control, reckless, uh, uh, this with with political correctness. I, I think I, I really think it's it's bordered on hysteria, and and it's you see these type of things. You see these type of things in Nazi Germany. You see these type of things in Russia where people are afraid to say anything because what are the secret police is going to report them uh, and, uh, so they don't dare talk against the government. Well, they're using the same thing with political correctness to really to really uh, browbeat and frighten the American people from saying what they really think and what they really believe. And, and it is it, to the point that if you get college kids all excited about Donald Trump, they're writing Trump in chalk and the administrators at the school launch an investigation and, you know, virtually call in Homeland Security for, for basically a bunch of kids exercising their freedom of speech and uh, get involved in the political process. I, and this is I'm hearing this from the concern I'm hearing this from from on political correctness is coming from senior congressional leaders, senior religious leaders, corporate America, individuals, friends. This is across all spectrums of the economy. People are really – they deeply fear this political correctness that it just seems to be sweeping the country. And I think it's – I genuinely believe it's a it's an hysteria being ginned up by the left. And uh, – and the media and Donald Trump. The one thing Donald Trump has done is he's shattering the 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 the, the confines of political correctness. And 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 in in that way, he's been as as you know crafty as a fox about that. And so, uh, I also I also believe that, and we've written about this in our Max Out Savings Report. The looking at the trade deficits, which have exploded since we've done these free trade deals, and the massive losses of jobs in the United States, I have a real hard time believing that that I'm a believer in in not free trade. I'm a believer in in fair and free trade. And I think too, for too long, our political establishment in Washington has been huge backers of free trade at the expense of fair trade. And 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 I believe the Chinese. Uh, government has taken massive advantage of this, has shifted over huge amounts of manufacturing to China. I do believe, you know, Donald Trump made a very incendiary comment that China is raping the United States. And quite frankly, I think I can make a case that, that they are, that's what they're doing. They, they have systematically taken jobs from us. They have, uh, look, 15 years ago at least, one of my clients said, you know, Ted, and it was DuPont, they said, you know, we built a factory, a chemical plant in China, and all of a sudden, you know, a year later, 
three miles down the road, another identical chemical plant that completely copied our processes and stole our technology appeared right down the road from from us there. And he was talking about how hard it's been to do in China. China has systematically engaged in cyber cyber espionage, in cyber theft of intellectual property uh, across the board to steal things from American companies to move to China. Uh, U.S. Steel is now suing them because they had they, they developed a proprietary process for lightweight steel to be used in automobiles. It was revolutionary, and the Chinese used cyber espionage to break into the computers of, of, the, of the professor that came up with the process and steal the technology and put it in, 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 into China. China takes a – we make a product in the United States of America – and uh, we pay our workers well, and we, we have safety p- procedures in place and, and no pollution. And and China takes that, takes the same process, copies everything, moves it over to China, strips out the anti-pollution stuff and the safety things, and pays their workers less. I have seen studies that say that in many cases it's a 15% subsidy due to lack of pollution controls in China. The, in the United States of America, the media, the media is beating us over the head over global warming, how we're destroying the planet. If, if Every single media person should be given a ticket to China to go look at the pollution. They're destroying the planet with their pollution, with their nitric oxide, their particulates, the wa- massive water pollution, uh, mercury in the air, all type mercury in the water, uh, heavy metals. Uh, I've seen studies that that I, I don't know how – I want to say I don't know how many million acres in China of farmland they believe is not usable due to pollution. And, and, and yet this is all gone by the wayside. And, and Donald Trump's been the only person to call China out on this. Now, this is a really important point for your investments, and I'm going to tell you why here in a minute. So so he has made – made some cases that that really we need fair trade. We want to trade with the Chinese and the Mexicans, other people, but it has to be somewhat of a two-way street, and they can't continually be stealing our processes, stealing our plants, stealing our intellectual property, and moving it over there and taking it. And then when we try to go over there, they say there has to be a certain percentage of the company owned. They have all types of rules and regulations to stop it. I I think someone's going to have to stand up with that, and I'm going to say why this is really important after the break. Uh, but the other thing that's happening with Donald Trump, this thing is not over with yet in the Republican Party. Look, I, I've, I've, I've done a lot of work. I've talked to a number of people, including some very high-level people uh, in the Republican Party. And, the, you know, I, I'm surprised at this real skepticism out there about Donald Trump. A lot of these guys, I, my impression, they really don't like Donald Trump. And I'm I, I trying to get to the bottom of it and in some conversations. It, I tell you what, I think their real concern is I don't think they think he can win. And and, and so we're going to talk some more about this. This is a, a big story that people I don't think is really being understood out there. So we'll be right back. And we're going to be also talk about your savings, your investment. Look, what's going on with the markets here? We'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. 
Have you taken a look at your front door hardware lately? Most people ignore it because they don't know what to do with their brass hardware. All you need to do is call Colonial Brass, 713-784-7765. They came to my house and refinished my front door hardware and made it look like new. So when you get home today, check out your door hardware. Is it old, dirty, and your brass is turned brown? Call Colonial Brass. Let them come to your home and refinish those dirty front and back door handles. Knobs, locks, and latches so they look like new again. Colonial Brass offers same-day front door brass hardware finishing all brands and all styles homeowners realtors contractors they all love colonial brass because they come to your home remove the entryway hardware polish it lacquer it and reinstall it in the same day that's right the same day at half the cost of replacing it go where the professionals go colonial brass 24 years in business call to schedule your appointment today at 713-784-7765 don't throw it away restore it go to colonialbrass.net you tell them Sam Malone sent you, get 15% off your order. Serving the Houston area since 1986, South Coast Hydraulics is a leading provider of sales and service for a full line of components, including cylinders, motors, pumps, valves, controls, high-pressure pumps, and gas boosters. South Coast Hydraulics can custom design, supply, or manufacture, install, and service systems in your plant or on your mobile equipment. Drop by South Coast Hydraulics at 10,010 Comanche Lane, near Gessner and Hempstead Highway, or visit them on the web at schydraulics.com. I'm Hugh Hewitt. This week in the Town Hall Review. I'm Dennis Prager, sitting in for Hugh Hewitt. Tuesday's primary vote in Indiana has squelched any lingering hope of an open GOP convention. We are suspending our campaign. Donald Trump's route of Ted Cruz and state primaries that really matter have likely sealed the deal. But even Trump seemed a bit surprised. Were you shocked that he dropped out last night? Yeah, a little bit. I was really surprised. I mean, I understand Ted. I know Ted. And uh, I was a little bit surprised, but he did the right thing. The question now, will Republicans come to terms with all that Trump represents and unite? It's hard psychologically to really figure out just how much will the Republican establishment just capitulate to Trump. We'll cover that and much more. Join us for our program and visit our website at townhallreview.com. If you missed the big stories this week, you can catch up with Town Hall Review, Sunday mornings at 6 on AM 1070, The Answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking a little bit about Donald Trump. Uh Look, I, you know, I, I tell you what, he, Donald Trump has huge amounts of, of, of star power, and he really seems to be pulling from the, the, the Republicans and, to some extent, the Democrats. I think the problem is, is, it's, is that people just are—I think there's something about him that's bothering people. And, and and I think it comes up to I, I think it just seems to be somewhat of a recklessness out, out there. And look, sometimes you got to be kind of tough on people, but it just keeps on going. And um, the I mean, he made some comments about talking about the bond market. And, and he, you know, he said, look, I've borrowed knowing uh, you, you can buy back with a discount in the past. And he and and, and, and he says that. That you know, it's it's very fragile now. You really can't do that. And he said, if rates go up two, three, or four uh, percent, we 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 won't we don't have a country, which is I think really interesting, which shows that he's really concerned. But you've got to be real careful 
about about what what you say out there about things, particularly if you're the president, because particularly people in other countries they they, they tend to almost nuance things, and 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 so if you say something, they pay particular attention to. So, you know, if you're shooting your mouth off with your buddies or something, you know, no one pays much attention to what you're saying. But but once you get at that level, people tend to parse every word you're saying, and uh, the uh, and that that is where I think he's going to really run into some problems. You know the 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 establishment Republicans who I I really I think have really made some huge mistakes. I don't think I genuinely believe they were not tough enough on Barack Obama. I, I think. I personally think he should have been impeached, but that's just me. I, I, I think he's not following the rule of the law. I think he's making stuff up. I think he's sub- clearly subverting Congress, and uh, and I think he should be held to the same standard that every other president has been ha- has been in in the last two hundred and something years. And and the and I think they were afraid to do it because because they just generally did not want to. They didn't want to upset the media, and, and they were afraid what the media was going to say. And, and, and so, and I think that was a big mistake. And people viewed that as we get the phones. Uh, if you got a question or comment, give us a call at seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. Is that phone going to get answered? Uh the uh, there we go. The uh, so so what what happened is is where I lost my train of thought here. The uh, Okay. Yeah, if you got a question or comment, seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. So, looking looking at Trump, the, the the problem with Trump has is is the establishment doesn't really quite trust him, and I and I think the establishment is really not. I don't think they think he can win. I I I, I think that's the real problem. His 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 negatives, and so. Somehow, this is on Donald Trump. It's not on the establishment. It's on Donald Trump to sit there and go to these people, to the leaders in Washington, explain what he wants to do, his strategies to some extent, so they can at least feel comfortable that they're not just backing a runaway freight train that's going to go off the tracks at the at, at the first curve. These people at the top tend to be very, very smart. If you If you sit down and talk to these people, they tend to be very smart. They tend to be, they tend to be cautious, and they. Now, what, what's probably hurt the Republicans is they've been too cautious and they've been too timid. Now, Donald Trump is is the other thing, but I, 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 I think this is the problem out there. When you got senior Republicans saying they're not, I, 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 let's just put it this way: until Donald Trump is nominated and confirmed as the Republican candidate for president, I would not bet any on on. Uh, I, I would sit there and not bet either way on this right now. I, I think it could go either way with, with Trump. And uh and and Trump is gonna this election is Trump's to lose. I think Trump can win the election, uh but but the question is does Donald Trump really want it? And and it, it really concerns me when I, I hear him saying statements like uh, I've borrowed uh borrowed uh, knowing you can pay it back with a discount. If I'm sitting there and I'm some country with $500 billion or a trillion dollars worth of U.S. Treasury bonds, I, that's that would be a real concern. Uh, let's take a call from Tom. Hey, Ted, how are you? Good, Tom. So listening to you talk about uh, Trump, I just couldn't resist calling. Okay, <laughs> yeah. In. 
So first of all, I agree with you. I was disappointed about Cruz, and uh, uh, but I certainly agree. We all need to get behind Trump. We certainly don't want the alternative. And, and what yeah. really disappoints me is the Bushes. I mean, here you know we've certainly in Texas here have been very supportive of the Bushes, and and probably more so them than even some of the others. You know, Mitt Romney, who cares about him? But the Bushes yeah. really disappointed me. Um, and maybe they feel like they're not running for elective office. They don't care. Um, well, so I, I don't know. I'll, I'm, I'm actually going to be a delegate to the state GOP convention next week, so it will be interesting to see the, the mood and tone in the room there. Yeah. yeah you know, look, uh, one quick thing, and I know I want to ask you a question, but uh, the thing about – look, the Bushes are team players. If anything, they've always been team players in – it's a really big thing for them to come out and say what they did. And, and it's not just the Bushes. There's a lot of very high-level people that are actually very well-respected out there, even that there may be establishment people, but a lot of the Tea Party really back that are really not quite on board with Trump. Yeah, you know, I agree, and he's got some convincing to do, particularly, you know, for the Tea Party people. I don't know that, you know, you'll ever get the whole establishment on board. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's just, uh, I found that very disappointing. Uh, it'll be interesting, like I say, you know, Jeb Bush's son, George P., holds elective office here in Texas. So it will be interesting to see, you know, what, what stand does he take? Does he back off, or does he come out and support but uh, back to economics, I actually wanted yeah. to ask you, you know, I'm going to be optimistic and say Trump becomes president and, and I certainly agree with, you know, getting better trade deals. But some of the negative on that you've heard, and I want to get your opinion on it, is, well, you know, once we get into that, all these cheap imports uh, we don't get anymore. So that's going to raise prices. And my thought is, you know, you may see a negative effect initially from that, uh, you know, increasing jobs by the time – uh, manufacturing has a chance to respond to that. Uh, that's more of a long-term thing. Look, yeah, very good, very very good question. Look, I think that's this is the key to the whole thing. In, in, in what I think. Look, China made some comments like, "Hey, we're watching this closely. We might have to do something." And in these little statements on on, on debt that Trump's making, it, 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 although he did couch it with, "This is a very fragile situation." I believe. Chinese aren't going to react for another month or so till they're sure Trump is going to is going to be elected. And by the way, one of the reasons you might be seeing it's not just the Bushes, but there's some very I'm not talking about the Lindsey Grahams and McCain's of the world, but there's some very key people out there that and I've talked to some of them uh, personally and and that are that are holding off and, and and they're really they're real concerned. And one of the things that particularly the Bushes might be looking at is is this thing with China could get real serious real quickly. And and, and that, I think, is the real uh, elephant in the room in this whole thing, Tom. I, I think this is something we need to watch very closely. You have to expect the Chinese to react. How they're most likely to react is some type of dumping of treasuries. And this concerns us because we're in the treasury market for our clients, and we're trying to game how this is going to play out right now. But I think, I think I'm looking for them to make some type of statement. The question is when, it, it, because this is a big a kind of a battle between 
you know, two two people out there, and the Chinese are going to make some statement like, "Look, we're not just going to roll over for Donald Trump," and so they're going to they're going to have to make some type of concrete statement, and that's going to upset the investment markets when it happens. And this is what we're going to be looking for. This is why we're talking about this today. That's interesting. I hadn't even thought about that angle. I was mainly thinking that you know, if Trump gets in there immediately, you know, if he puts tariffs on on these imports. Uh, you know that that's going to raise prices in the stores and everything else, which would also be a negative impact. Oh, that, if uh, he puts on tariffs, the the financial markets will come close to collapse. Really? Very okay. Well, I guess we better watch out. For yeah, I, I I don't think that's going to be the case. I I I think it's going to be more nuanced. But but this is the, the, this Trump presidency that happened. Quite frankly, I, look, I really thought Ted Cruz was going to make a run for it. This is going to be more up in the air in the convention. And, yeah. And, by the way, a lot of what you're seeing from a lot of people right now is genuine shock of just what just happened, and they're trying to process it. And 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 and, and you're seeing some people; they're still processing it. So when they're still processing it, some of these guys are saying, "Look, we're not. We need to talk. We 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 need to. We're not sure what we're going to do yet." So some of that is that's what we're seeing. But yeah, yeah I think that's probably the Paul Paul Ryan case. I think that's that's probably what happened there. I, I would expect he'll come around, but who knows? Yeah, that that's what I'm thinking, but. There's something there. I know. Yeah, well, I'm glad it's interesting to hear, you know, since you are able to talk to, you know, some folks in the inner circle there and get a better feel. That's why it's interesting to check in and, and hear what you have to say. So. Yeah, I, I was kind of I've been kind of surprised to some extent. I mean, I, I, I think he's got somewhat of a he I think he's going to have to sit down. But this is I think it's it's very complicated and I think it's very disruptive for the financial markets right mm-hmm. now. We'll see how it shakes out. Well, thanks so much. Okay, good luck at the convention, Tom. Who, okay. who are you going to go for now? I guess Trump. But uh... Well, yeah, I'll be, I'll be honest. All these people like what the Bushes did, you know, even though I was on for Cruz, you know what? That actually energizes me to be for Trump because some of what he's been saying about, you know, all these establishment out to get him, that, that frankly energizes me to be for Trump. And people better get on board. Well, Tom, and, by uh, the way, I'm hearing a lot of that as well from people. I've been kind of, that's the other thing that surprises me is there's another group of people like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. You know, we're going to have to back Trump. So, Yeah, I mean, it energized me. I wasn't really for him. I mean, I was obviously in for, for Cruz and disappointed that he dropped out. But you know what? Uh, we better get behind Trump because the alternative is terrible. Uh, that's And by the way, even the people I talk to that aren't sure of Trump, kind of say this said the yeah, alternative I'm skeptical. is terrible. i mean if, if he does what he says like nominating really conservative justices and some of the other things on trade and immigration if he does what he says and doesn't back off and turn him back into a liberal i, I think he'll be fine yeah i but think okay we, thanks we are for, all skeptics <laughs> yeah thanks for the call tom yeah, thank you so much good Bye. call let's take a call from randy hello randy how you doing good good how are you good good ted uh Listen, I'm I'm in uh, know what uh, Trump has been saying about uh, putting new tariffs on on all of these imported products and things like that, and and like your previous Carl just said that basically you're gonna do you want to go to Walmart and buy a twenty five dollar pair of sneakers or if they're if they're made in this country do you want to have to pay fifty dollars for it I don't that that to, to give a hundred people in this country making sneakers a job or or a million people. That are going to buy the sneakers for twenty-five dollars. Uh, how is that going to make our country any better? And also, uh, isn't there anything that we can make in this country that'll give us some kind of comparative advantage over over China? Or, or is it is the market so so rigged by their government over there that there's no way we can overcome it? Well, uh, I think I think the problem we're running into is is 
where they're really cheating is pollution controls, safety issues, uh, in regulation over there. And, and 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 I think the shoes and stuff are still going to come, come from over there. By the way, if that were to ever happen, I think you you would see the world break down into trading blocks. And and and, and so instead of I think I think more stuff would be made in Mexico than China, if that makes any well, sense. I think we have to be careful. We don't get into another Smoot Hawley situation. Well, look, like that, we that's what before, yeah, that's which, what this is all about. You're just, basically, you're just going to just destroy the the whole economy here because if we're not trading with anybody then uh, it just makes it worse. Uh, but look, this is where we're at right now. And, and look, I, I don't think we – I think tariffs are a bad idea. I, I think it needs to be fair trade, and, and I think the Chinese have been just playing too too much favoritism. And uh, but, but look, this is not going to – I don't think you're going to get tariffs, but this is not going to just smoothly go along. The Chinese are genuinely spooked. Their country's in trouble. They have a massive debt problem. They're desperate for employment. There's layoffs all over the place. They're backed into a corner. Now we're coming after them, and, and that, that, that's a tough place to be, and that's why you've got to be so careful yeah, right well, now. Well, basically the die is cast. Let's just get behind Trumpy and see what he'll do. Yeah, that's all right, right thanks, Ed. Okay, Bye-bye. thanks. Let's take a call from Chuck. A lot of calls today. Hey, Chuck, how you doing? Hi, Ted. You had a question for us. Yeah, Ted, you know, I think uh, I realize everybody's sympathies for Cruz, but uh, I think the reality is the guy didn't have the charisma, and he didn't uh, address the major concerns of people in the country, which is the, which is the job picture and the, uh, um, you, you know, and like you said earlier, the fact that wages aren't going up and people aren't employed. And I also yeah. don't think he's got the uh, mojo to really go after Hillary the way that Trump uh, needs and will do, you know, in order to win this election. Well, that's a good point, Chuck, because if you really look at Romney, I, t- I think the fact that he didn't really take it to, to Obama is what let Obama get reelected. And you can say yeah. the same thing about the House Republic, uh, the, 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 the the congressional Republicans in particular, the Senate, not going after Obama during his eight years. That's right. I mean, Romney, uh, whatever you think about him, he, he had no charisma. He was not a good speaker. Uh, and I think he was uh, twisted on this whole issue of health care. In one hand, he champions what he did in Massachusetts, and then he disowns it when uh, – He's running as president. It just didn't follow, you know? Yeah, well, that no, I mean, I, I think that's it. And, and Obamacare has been, I think, catastrophic for the middle class due to, to increases in the cost of health care. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, but I mean, if we if we get rid of health care, comprehensive, we can't go back to the situation where, you know, 60% of the people are covered and the other 40 go to the hospital get treated and never pay their bills. Yeah, they, I mean, they have to do something on this thing, and the question is just how do we do it? It's really been mishandled very badly, and, and, and the health care costs in this country are spiraling completely out of control. And and so, I mean, look, I agree with you. Uh, you know, we'll have to see what happens. But, look, I think, I, I think one thing for people to understand, I suspect one of the things you're seeing these very senior guys that everyone has a lot of respect for holding off on Trump is I think – this trade thing has got them genuinely spooked because if we go down uh, into a trade war with China, it, it's going to be very, very messy. No question. But, you know, the other thing about Trump is, I mean, that guy pop, pops up in Oregon. or People are lined up to hear him talk. I don't, I don't know if Hillary has a similar deal, but the groundswell is so impressive. 
No, no, look, he is uh, the guy. I mean, I read somewhere when he started out in New Hampshire, they had a hall for 200 people. He was going to speak and 3000 people showed up. And, and that was when Trump knew it was for real. Yeah, it's uh, well, anyway, I, I, I agree with your concerns about Trump. I mean, you can't voice an opinion that we should borrow our fool heads off and then pay it back at a discount. I mean, that's. Uh, you just can't run the world that way. Yeah. yeah, and he didn't say that that was what he was going to do, but he said he's done that in the past. And I, it, it, it's just in in the world that Trump wants to be in, the presidency of the United States, people nuance every word they say. And when you say stuff like that, you're talking about what you've done in the past, but they're looking at that and going, well, if he did it then, why why didn't he do that now? And And you need to be very clear and concise. There's a lot of people that own a lot of treasuries around the world that own a lot of U.S. debt, and 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 if they if if people think that's not viable, we're all going to be in a world to hurt. Ted, one last question. Mm-hmm. This question to ask is: You still feel uh, China is uh, it's inevitable that they're going to uh, um, drop their currency? devalue their currency? I, I think they need to do something. I think they're really, uh, th- they've tied it to the dollar, and what they're doing is the dollar's going down. If the dollar keeps falling, then they're probably not going to not gonna devalue. If the dollar stabilizes here, they're probably going to have to devalue somewhere down the way because they're really in trouble in China. I mean, the factory, the output, the, uh, the, the, the capa- industrial capacity numbers are just depressionary in many cases over there. I see. And the debt levels are 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 are, are just a wonder to behold. So yeah, it's unbelievable. It's uh, and you know the Japanese are another basket case. Uh, you, you know, all they want is a cheap currency so they can sell our products here. Yeah, what well, they're every. Go ahead. You know well, what I mean is it's it's almost like I don't know why we give them a free pass all the time, but anytime they uh, you know indicate any kind of distress, we all turn our back while they devalue the yen. Um, and I feel sorry for the auto companies. I don't know how they compete against Toyota and these other Japanese automakers when they keep uh, uh, devaluing and allowing them to keep their prices low. Well, and that's what they – and if you notice what's happening is the yen is going up the, – the, the, the Japanese yen is going up now, which is not what it should be doing given the, the quantitative easing and negative interest rates in Japan. That means someone's pushing it up, and it's China. China's trying to force the U.S. dollar lower to, so they can compete. And I think it's a deal with the U.S. so they won't devalue, and 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 and, and then they're going and they better compete against the the Japanese, the Japan, and Koreas of the world. And that's what you're seeing for now. So as long as that keeps holding, the dollar goes down. They're not going to devalue. If they get in trouble, they're going to devalue. And that's what we want to watch out for. Thanks a lot, Ted. Take okay, care. thanks, Chuck. Let's take a quick call from Daniel to seven one three 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 nine ten seventy here in the Max Out Savings Show. Thanks very much, Ted. I'll tell you why the Republican hierarchy are against Trump. But before I do that, in Indiana, bottom line, when Carrier said we're going to move to Mexico, and Trump comes out and says I'm going to fight them, and Cruz, and I'm a Cruz supporter, says no, I'm not going to bully Carrier. I'm like, you know what it's like to go to really do a great job for a company, and you. Somebody at the top makes a mistake, and you get laid off, and you got to go home and tell your wife, I got laid off. Two months ago, you got a wonderful review. Yeah, well, I'm unemployed now. Yeah. And Cruz was mm-hmm. not going to fight. Oh, I'm not going to bully them. I don't give a rat's tail whether you're a Christian. I don't give a rat's tail whether you're a constitutionalist. I want you to fight for me. No, I'm going to let Terry go to Mexico, and, and I'm sorry, but you're going to be on unemployment, Daniel. 
You gotta be kidding me. I would have voted for Trump. And I'm a crew supporter. Daniel, you just you you basically made the tr- the case why Trump did what he did. I mean, wh- why he is where he is right now. You've made the case right there. And that's it. And that's why the Republican hierarchy is afraid of him, Ted, because they they've messed the Republican Party up. I don't give a rat's tail about the Republican Party. I care about the United States. You guys are supposed to be fighting me, and you're not. Trump's going to fire them. And bottom line is they're like, no, we're going to do everything we can to make sure this guy doesn't get in because he's going to fire us. I'm like, Hillary Clinton's over here. One guy made an observation, and I'm, I'm stealing it from him. He says, I feel like I'm voting for Joseph Stalin or Adolf Hitler. Take your choice. Well, yeah, look, and we better hope it's neither one of those because if you look back what really happened in those places, it was a complete nightmare. Uh, I think you made the case really of why Trump – people want someone that's going to fight for jobs. And by the way, that character thing – look, look what happened in Houston, Texas with Goodman. Goodman is building one of the largest buildings in the United States up in uh, Waller. Uh, to make air conditioners. Somehow they can make them here, but Carrier thought they could make an extra couple cents, and and they moved it to Mexico. And, you know, really, I look, I, I have no problem with the president calling up companies and saying, why are you moving jobs? I, you know, I, I think we we put up with enough of this, but but good call. Thanks a lot. Thank you. But the, the point I want to make today is, is yeah, is it, let's go to a quick break, is understand that this is not going to go easily. It's not decided until Trump is the nominee and so we still have to wait and make sure he's a nominee and understand that China's out there. We need to see what their reaction's going to be and it's going to be interesting in the financial markets and you're going to have to have your guard up. We'll be talking about that right after this quick break on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. Serving the Houston area since 1986, South Coast Hydraulics is a leading provider of sales and service for a full line of components, including cylinders, motors, pumps, valves, controls, high-pressure pumps, and gas boosters. South Coast Hydraulics can custom design, supply, or manufacture, install, and service systems in your plant or on your mobile equipment. Drop by South Coast Hydraulics at 10,010 Comanche Lane, near Gessner and Hempstead Highway, or visit them on the web at schydraulics.com. Hi, this is Sam Malone for Brinkman Roofing. Look, when it comes to protecting your family, your home, from the elements, your roof should be your top priority. Top like the roof. Brinkman Roofing is family-owned and operated a family that has been the most trusted and reputable name in roofing for Houston, the Woodlands, Galveston, heck, all over Southeast Texas for over 40 years. Brinkman Roofing has become synonymous with quality workmanship at a fair price. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Brinkman Roofing is a GAF Master Elite contractor and can offer warranties for workmanship for up to 25 years backed by the manufacturer. That's something less than 3% of contractors in the area can actually provide. Brinkman can install all types of roofing products such as tile, metal. They can even do solar panel shingles that can help you pay your electricity bill. Call today for a free, no-obligation estimate for your roofing needs. The number is simple, 281-480-ROOF or online, brinkmanquality.com, brinkmanquality.com. Hi, this is Sam Malone. I have found the place to go online for you to get your ammo for range practice, hunting, or defense. Write down ammo2go.com. Ammo2go.com. Don't wait for the gun shows to get your ammo. Go online at ammo2go.com. 
Ball Ammo delivered right to your door. Savings are huge. From 9mm to 223, Ball Ammo at your door. Great prices from ammo2go.com. Ammo2go.com. Start your weekday mornings with Armed American Radio's Daily Defense with Mark Walters at 4 a.m. Followed by the Hugh Hewitt Morning Show at 5. With Chuck Tiller and the AM 1070 520 Oldie, Hugh will bring you up to date with the news that happened overnight. Then at 7, it's the Sam Malone Morning Show with J.P. Pritchard and the news. Along with Chuck Tiller and Tom Fontaine. Morning information and entertainment starts at 4 a.m. Weekdays on AM 1070. The Answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioca. Back to the Max Out Saving Show. If you get a question or comment, 713-339-1070. Hey, Bill, how you doing? Hi, Ted. I, I got a comment. Uh, I think Trump's got it read pretty right. China can yap all they want, but they're in a box. And, you know, if they, if they want to play games, they can. But... Anybody that understands China and dictatorships knows full well what's going to happen if they let this crash on their heads. They're all dead, you know, or in prison for the rest of their life. The leaders are. That's a good point. It's not, they don't have much wiggle room, and they are going down. So they're they're going to do their best to keep it from from totally crapping out, you know, as long as they can. And they've been trying to make it a soft-er landing by putting in a trillion every six months or so, but it hasn't done anything. It just gives them about two to three weeks of breathing room, and then they're back where they were before. Yeah, no, this is going to get interesting. Look, I think the big thing with the, the, the thing we have to watch out for as it becomes clear Trump's going to be the nominee is a reaction to China, and that's what I think you're going to see a reaction in the market. And, you got, and I think you really got to have your guard up right well, now. Well, chi- China's going to do it to us no matter who is the leader. Yeah. They have, they have to to survive. And the thing is, if if we get somebody that's willing to totally screw our country to kiss their butt, it still won't make any difference. China's going to have to have to, you know, they're going to have a hard landing. They're going to try and make it soft. Yeah, you know, Bill. I, look, I agree with you, and uh, I, I look. I think we're. I think someone has to stand up to the Chinese. I'm not arguing we shouldn't do it. I, I think it needs to be done. But I, you got to understand, this is going to be a kind of a tit for tat, and we're going to see some stuff. But, oh, definitely. It, it's go- and there's not going to be any choice because they don't have any choice. I yeah. mean, they're no. backed into. I mean, their debt is like what fifteen trillion. No, no, it's twenty. That, that it's twenty-seven trillion dollars. Yeah. Okay. It's double what I thought it was that we know about. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just like it's insane. Yeah. No, it, it's a mess over there. Good, good call. Uh, I'm going to try. I want to get something on this Druckenmiller uh, call I heard earlier in the week. Thanks, Bill. Okay. Bye. Uh, Stanley Druckenmiller. This is one of the top hedge fund managers in the world. His record exceeds, over the last 30 years, exceeds almost anybody on Wall Street. He's one of the, if not the brightest mind on Wall Street. He's had a couple things at the Sone Conference, which is a charity event. Uh, And and I'm just kind of paraphrasing what he said. He he said, by most objectives, we're deep into the longest period of excessive monetary policies. Simply put, this is the biggest and longest dovish deviation from historical norms I've seen in my career. The Fed has borrowed, borrowed from future consumption. This is the important thing I wanted to read right here. The exception with short-term stimulus contracts with the structural reform mindset of the 1980s under Paul Volcker. Paul Volcker was willing to sacrifice the Fed chairman near-term pain to rid the economy of inflation and 
drive reform. That's the key. This this turbulence engineered led, engineered led to a productivity boom, a surge in real growth, and a 25-year bull market. The myopia of central bankers today, and by the way, he talked back then when interest rates went to 15% in order to slow this down, In but it led to a boom. And, and, it, and the myopia of today's central bankers leading to opposite to the opposite reckless behavior at the government corporate level. Five years ago, uh, one could argue it was a search for escape velocity, but the subpar economic re- experience in the eighth year of a radical monetary experiment, and in Japan more than 20 years, has blown the theory out of the water of easy money, by the way. And smoothing the growth cycle should not be confused with consistently attempting to borrow consumption from the future the Federal Reserve has no end game. The, the Fed's objective seems to be getting another six months without a 20% decline in the S&P 500 and avoiding a recession over the near term. It, they are doing the opposite, enabling needed reform, an opposite of needed reform and increasing, not lowering the odds of, of economic terrorists. This is the most important statement I remember right here. At the government level, impeding market signals has allowed politicians to continue to ignore badly needed entitlement and tax reform. I'm going to repeat that. This is Stanley Druckenmiller, and this is the Federal Reserve has basically papered over the problems, artificially manipulated asset prices. And what he says is, at the government level, impeding market signals has allowed politicians to continue to ignore badly needed entitlement and tax reform. In the last eight years, we've not done any entitlement reform or tax reform. Instead, we've relied on a reckless Federal Reserve zero interest rate policy to push up asset prices. We've gotten very little, the worst job growth since the Depression. We've gotten no wage increases for the working people in this country, and, and, and now we're in a bad situation. Now they have interest rates at record low levels, record high stock and asset prices, and now we have a very dangerous market. And this is why you've got to be so cautious about what's happening going forward. That was one of the most wealth. that was probably the top financial manager in the last 30 years making those comments in Stanley Druckenmiller. Something to think about and understand that that, that if they're at the end of the game, I, I one time I read somewhere said basically the Fed has with zero interest rates has driven into a box canyon that they can't get out, and, and that's that's what what's we're at now. And we're talking, we've gotten a lot of calls today to seven one three 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 nine ten seventy about Trump, and what we're talking about Trump is two things are coming out of this. The senior establishment Republicans are very nervous about Trump. They not convinced he can win. I think underlying it, and no one's told me this, but I think there might be some real concern about his beating up on China could trigger a trade war or something else. One thing I am expecting as we march toward the convention this summer is it becomes obvious. And by the way, it's not a done deal that Trump is going to be the nominee. I, he still needs to nominate it. And if you get the, the 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 Republican establishment going against him, there's no ton of what can happen. I think he probably gets nominated. But it's not a sure thing. As it gets closer, the Chinese are going to be forced to react, and that's what we want to watch. That's going to disrupt the financial markets. And so this is something that we want to watch. So can we take that call real quick? See if I can get it. Hit it. Okay. Uh, but go to the website if you want to sign up for the free Max Out Savings newsletter. It's maxoutsavings.com. We're going to be writing a lot about this. You had a question for us. Hello? Yes, I just want to say that you make more sense than a lot of the giant talking heads that I hear. 
and your station has lost a great one with Dr. Bennett leaving. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, you make sense, and I really appreciate you, and I hope your station management can es- escalate you forward. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And I don't know you, but I like what you say and what your caller said, and I am right now in extreme doubt over Donald Trump. I've been a precinct chairman. Mother of my children was election judge. My late brother was almost governor of another state. He won a national award from the NAB that I'm very proud of. I'm, I'll tell you off the air, not on the air, who he was. Okay, so, yeah, hold just a second. I want to talk to you. I've got it. We're coming, closing out the show, but if you just hold a minute. Thanks. Yeah, hey, I really appreciate those comments. Thanks. Coming up at the end of the show, one way you can participate is go to the website at maxoutsavings.com, maxoutsavings.com. You can also sign up for an appointment with you if you'd like to, if you need some help managing your IRA rollover, your, uh, your savings, just uh, go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. I want to thank everyone for showing uh, for listening to the Max Out Savings Show. We see you next week right here on the show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070. The answer. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.